0: Hey there, everybody. What's going on? Welcome back to another episode of the Proving It Plant-Based Podcast. I am your host, Natalie Falco, vegan health coach and fitness trainer. You have come to the right place if you're looking for all things plant-based diet, exercise, strength training, building those overall healthy habits for you and your lifestyle and how to eat for your fitness goals as well as your future health. All right. Welcome guys. I'm so pumped to be coming to you today with another episode. This is a solo episode. It is just me chatting with you and I'm excited to share a little bit of my own experience uh, that I have gained over the past month in this brand new year and kind of what's been going on and how I can keep you guys up to date because here's the thing. I am working on myself. And if you are not working on yourself, then this is me calling you out to start, right? Start now, right? It's almost the end of January, right? And it's not too late. We're still in this brand new year. And I would imagine that if you're listening to this podcast, you probably are somebody who's working on yourself. But regardless, I'm still going to call you out and just check yourself because I think we all need that little bit of reality check sometimes in leveling up to our full potential, right? So today I want to talk to you guys a little bit about my own spiritual journey and the retreat that I just got back from Uh, in Colombia. And so this was a big deal for me because I don't do a ton of international travel, right? Um, At this point in my life, I am a new mom and it's just not really in the cards that much that I get to do something like this. So I decided that now was the time It was now or never. And this is something that I wanted to make a priority in my life, not just for the experience, but again, for my own personal growth and my spirituality and that I'm working on myself and I'm working on myself to be a better version of me, not just selfishly, of course, but you know, also for those around me, uh, I can serve my clients better, right? If I'm more in tune with myself and my personal growth and my spirituality, how can I coach? How can I help others level up to their potential if I am not practicing what I'm preaching and doing it myself, right? So, you know. If you are a past client of mine, if you've thought about working together, if you just love listening to the podcast, um, you will know just by tuning in that my style of coaching and I guess my, my values are so much more than just health and nutrition. That's such a big umbrella um, we talk about mindset here on the show we talk about habits we talk about just overall wellness and that's why I have such a variety of guests on the show for you guys because health and wellness is so much more than eating a certain way it's so much more than exercise right it's it's mental well-being it's spirituality it's personal development when you can master your nutrition uh that's kind of step 1 right then you can start to master all these other areas of your life as well um and it starts with mindfulness so you know again like i said i was doing this for so many more reasons other than just selfish reasons of course it was a beautiful trip <laughs> In the mountains and beaches of Colombia, But again, I did this so that I can be the best version of myself to serve my clients, to be more present with my family and my friends, to, you know, find a deeper meaning in life and, and have this bigger connection with, the Earth, with the universe, with myself. So today, I just want to talk to you a little bit about kind of like my whole summary of you know what I gained from this experience, and basically my my top takeaways of what I learned. Um, and if you follow me on Instagram, if you follow um, you know my emails. Um, you've probably seen a little gist of this. I kind of already shared a little bit of it, but I love the podcast platform because I can dive in deeper by just talking to you guys. So, okay. My theme, my word of 2022 is peace and more importantly, inner peace, um, And the reason why this is important to me and the reason why I bring this word up and why this is my theme that I chose is because when I didn't feel enough, and this actually started, you know, probably in my high school, college days, when I started to become a little more self-aware, um of my accomplishments, of my goals, of my body. Um, When I started to become self-aware, I started to be really judgmental on myself and, you know, never feeling like I'm doing enough. I was always busy. And when I got into bodybuilding competitions, I was very hard on my physique and I was very judgmental and I had big goals I wanted to work towards and I didn't want to waste my time with, with anything, right? That didn't, that didn't, Help me to be better. And while that's all good, that's a lot of pressure to put on yourself. Um, And so long story short, you know, peace comes from inside of you. It's not something that you can buy. It's not something that you can, you know, find on the shelves at the grocery store. Peace is something that you have to find, that you have to dig for. And really only you can bring it to you. You can't get it from somebody else. Uh, You have to do the inner work to find it, okay? So peace was my theme. It's my word for 2022. And this was a big reason why I made the choice to move forward. So I was able to narrow it down to six overall lessons, takeaways that I came back with from this trip. So here's what I learned. Here's my experience. And here is me explaining a little bit deeper into why each one of these matters. So my first takeaway is It doesn't matter so much what you do with your life. Now, hold on. Let me explain. (laughs) I know you're saying, what? (laughs) This goes against everything I basically talk about on the show. Of course, it matters what you do with your life, but to a certain extent. So I wanted to embark on this journey to gain a little bit more clarity in you know my life goal, my life purpose um, what exactly fuels me what makes me feel good what do I want to do more of and bring into my life and what do I want to do less of and so I wanted clarity and what I realized after just a couple of days of being on this yoga retreat with these 12 other individuals that were complete strangers to me, what I realized is that nobody really cares what you do as a profession. Nobody really cares about your accomplishments. All these vanity metrics are all of these indicators of success that we kind of Cling on to and you know put labels onto, right? We kind of identify with, you know, our labels, but when you strip all that away, what actually matters is how you make people feel, the experiences that you create and that you have with one another the lives you impact, and whether or not you're actually living in alignment with yourself. Because if you're not living in alignment with yourself, you're probably unhappy. You probably aren't feeling fulfilled. You probably aren't feeling energized. You probably aren't feeling excited to get up in the morning. And that getting up in the morning is a gift. It's something to be grateful for. So if you're not even looking forward to getting up in the morning, you got to think about, okay, am I actually even in alignment with what I'm doing? Right? That's all about reflection. You got to ask yourself at the end of the day, what did I enjoy doing? What did I not enjoy doing? What do I want to do more of? What do I want to do less of? Okay. So the takeaway is it doesn't matter what you do with your life because when we strip away the vanity metrics, We're down to the bare bones of how do you make others feel and how are you, in what ways are you making an impact on the world around you? So that's what I mean by that. Takeaway number two is have an appreciation for other cultures, but more importantly, your own, your own culture. And so real quick, just to go back to that last takeaway, because I feel like I didn't elaborate enough or I wasn't quite done. (laughs) Um, Basically what I'm saying here is, you know, we all hold on to so, so tightly our accomplishments, what we do for a living and, you know, people judge us based on those things. But guess what? In an environment like a yoga retreat, traveling internationally, nobody cares. And this is how we should go into our daily life is not passing judgment on people for the lives that they live, but rather, again, how they make others feel, right? Are they kind? Are they generous? What kind of impact are they making on the world, right? And so having an appreciation for other cultures, but more importantly, your own in this next takeaway is mainly talking about gratitude, being grateful, being thankful for what we do have because it's so common that a lot of us just feel like, oh, well, the grass is greener on the other side and, you know, so-and-so has it better, Um, right? So it was a beautiful, beautiful country to be able to visit. However, you know, it might look picture perfect in the yoga resort, but outside of that, we're also in a third world country right so it truly makes you appreciate like wow what i have already in my life is not so bad and a big takeaway for me was seeing how other people in the world lived how even you know the animals were really really skinny and starving and there were stray dogs everywhere and you know people's homes were made out of whatever material they could find um using sheet metal for roofs using tires for stairs and you know seeing little children unattended outside playing in the dirt and you know basically it's like hey wait hold on, when you get to travel, you get to open your eyes to other cultures, but other perspectives on how people live and that what a blessing it is that we are even able to travel to other countries because some people don't have that luxury. Some people have no idea what it would be like to live somewhere like America or like the UK, right? Where, where places are very civilized and there's, you know, advancements in technology and medicine, right? We live in the biggest medical capital in the world. And that is something to not be taken for granted as well. So the third takeaway I have here is uh, we are an extension of our earth and our nature we are not separate from it and so when you do spend some time in nature you start to recognize this and this becomes so so real right but when we don't live in nature and when we're not connected to nature and for myself right now in the cold winter months in New England, it's very hard to be connected to nature when we spend 95% of the days indoors, right? So we become, like, we feel so separate from nature because, you know, I'm not going for long walks in the park. I'm not going to the beach. I'm not spending any time at the ocean or a lake or mountains, um... You know, so it, it's it's very easy to become disconnected from the world around us and realize, like, wait, we're actually one with nature, we're actually one with the earth. And the reason why I feel this one is so powerful is because it really reinstates and hits home for me in the reason it comes back to why I am vegan why i chose a cruelty-free lifestyle is because i'm not i'm no different than you know the animals that were living with us on the resort in Colombia. i'm no different from the insects that would sometimes get into our rooms right at night and i know that might sound a little crazy but when you start to look at the earth and look at nature as as something that provides so much for us, right? Our food, at least the nourishing food that we should be eating, it comes from nature. And so the earth provides us as a species everything that we need, but we keep taking and we keep taking and we keep taking and stripping the earth of all of her resources without giving back. And so I was able to partake in a little um, native cleansing ceremony, the native people of that region. And this was a big value to them was they were Aboriginal people from the Sierra Nevada mountain range of Santa Marta. And so Being Native people, they live off of the land, right? So the whole principle of the land gives us what we need and we give back, right? We try to give as much back to it as we can instead of take, take, take. In, unfortunately, the American culture, we take, 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 we monetize, we exploit. And that to me is just bad karma, (laughs) right? So when we start to look at ourselves as a part of nature and not separate from it, we realize that all we are is... The fourth takeaway that I have for you today is to be in the present moment and acknowledge when thoughts in your mind are either running into the future or you are dwelling on something from the past that cannot be changed right because it's in the past and i found myself well i was catching myself doing this often during my yoga practice right so i would acknowledge when i started thinking about something that happened yesterday or maybe just an hour before the class, or I'm already worried about what's going to happen, what I'm going to eat for dinner, right? (laughs) Like later on in the day. And, And I would try to bring myself back to the present moment. And this is just a practice of mindfulness and awareness and know that focusing on the present moment, it's not something that like, is easy. It's not something that happens naturally, right? Our thoughts tend to, um, kind of be in flux all the time. Like you're thinking about your to-do list for the afternoon, or, you know, you're thinking about that vacation you have planned right? So our brain is always thinking about something. We actively have to be aware of bringing it back. And remember I said at the beginning of this episode that, when you can master your mindfulness and your nutrition, you can pretty much master anything. This totally resonates right here in this takeaway because being present helps us to fully engage and fully do something to our full potential, right? So whether it's if you're, you know, working on trying to be better about your eating habits or you're trying to lose weight or you just want to stop snacking so much, when you focus on being present, right, you can fully engage in the meal that you're eating, right? It's like tasting the strawberries, tasting the, you know, mixed fruit and the the grains, the nuts, the seeds, whatever it is you're eating. Um, I just had a smoothie bowl. So obviously that's what's on my mind. But, you know, fully taking all of that in, experiencing it, and then your body and your brain acknowledges, oh, wow, okay, I'm satisfied. I don't need to continue to snack because I have everything that I already need. I ate slowly. I ate mindfully. I wasn't distracted And the present moment, it's just, it's about experiencing, right? Think about like your memories. Think about how 10 years ago, you know, where were you? At what point in time were you in in your life? What was going on, right? We can only, our brain can only store so many memories. So that's why it's so important to be present, to be here, to be now, stop trying to run from it, right? How often do you look back on five years ago, 15 years ago, and think, oh, wow, I thought my life was really hard back then, but those were actually the good old days, right? Like, I can find some joy looking back on a certain time in my life. And so why not be more present, knowing that, like, the days that you're in right now, no matter how hard they are, You might look back on these days right now and think these were the good old days. So enjoy that. Sit with that. Be so mindful of the present and what you have right here, right now. So the next tip I have, the next takeaway is we are all connected through our struggles and our stories. So this past year had been... Quite a roller coaster of ups and downs for me, for my family. And what I learned through connecting with the other strangers that they were strangers before this trip was that so many of us have similar stories and similar struggles. And the more people that I talked to, the more I realized we are not so different. We are actually quite the same. Whether our stories relate directly, right? Whether we literally have something that's exactly the same going on in our life, or whether we just have something that's to a small extent relative, right? You can still empathize with the other person and know hey, I see you, I hear you, I feel you, and no problem is too small, right? So the first step to this healing and leveling up and moving forward is to be honest and open about past traumas and experiences. And I like to view this openness and this vulnerability as a strength not as a weakness. So the last takeaway that I have for today's episode is having routines and rituals is the key. Now, this is like pretty specific to, you know, myself. You might be somebody who thrives off of chaos. (laughs) However, I am not. And I find that routines and rituals not only work for myself, but they tend to work really well for my clients as well. We as human beings are creatures of habit. We like consistency. To a certain extent, it feels comfortable and how many of us like that place called our comfort zone. So having routines and rituals is really helpful in creating momentum, in creating energy, in creating consistency. If you're working towards some big goals, I feel like this is really underrated. And for me as a new mom, having routines and rituals and finding our groove has been really hard and nothing is super consistent. Every day is very different, especially being a entrepreneur, being a business owner, every day is very different. And so if I can start to find a little bit of consistency, a little bit of routine in my day, whether it's waking up at the same time every morning or having a nighttime routine, or even just like finding 10 minutes to light a candle and do a meditation like that to me is like ritual routine okay it's something that i can count on to make me feel at my best and what i realized on this trip was everything was very scheduled and it was you know yoga at this time coffee at this time um sunrise at this time and breakfast and lunch at this time and activity. And so everything, you know, was very much scheduled. And I realized how much I thrive off of a schedule and that I enjoy waking up at a certain time. It's, you know, it gets me out of bed. It's something I look forward to go watch the sunrise, go grab my cup of coffee, make it to yoga, to move my body, right? Whether it's yoga, whether it's exercise, whether it's a walk outside with your dog, right? Having those little rituals and those little routines in place will help to create momentum and consistency with whatever you're trying to achieve, right? So, you know, it was like those little things, but even at the end of the night, Um, having some time for myself to wind down. That's something that I've taken home with me that I am going to try my best to continue to do because it's good for that inner peace. It's good for my mental state, for my mental health, for my self-care, right? So that's pretty much all the lessons that I summed up into A Little Bow and tied up for you guys. Um, This is just some of the things, some of the takeaways that I learned from this spiritual deep dive yoga retreat. And I will say so many, you know, there's so many amazing things um, that I have to say about this. Um, It was a life-changing experience. I hope that some of these resonated with you. Um, whether you are a yogi or not, whether you practice meditation or not, I think that we can use these takeaways, right? In any and all areas of our lives. So just a quick recap, the top six takeaways, number one was it doesn't matter what you do with your life, AKA get rid of the labels, get rid of the pressure. Number two Have an appreciation for other cultures, but more importantly, your own, right? It's that gratitude practice. Number three, we are an extension of the earth and nature, not separate from it, right? Number four, be in the present moment and acknowledge when thoughts are running into the future or dwelling in the past. Number five, we are all connected through our struggles and our stories. We are not so different after all. And number six, having routines and rituals is key. All right, guys, I hope that these resonated with you. And maybe you have a word or a theme or something that you're working towards for 2022. And I'm interested to hear what it is. If you're working on some big goals, um, I'd be happy to support you. So you guys can find me over on my Instagram at Natalie Falco underscore veg fit. You can also find us at Proving It Plant Based on Instagram and come on in and join our Facebook group. I'm actually going to be doing little live sessions every Friday afternoon on different topics of your choice. I've already gotten quite a few requests little mini deep dive sessions in our Facebook group. So go ahead and just search proving it plant-based on Facebook, or you can just go to the link in the show notes. All right, guys, until next week, I hope you enjoyed this episode and thank you so much for joining me. Bye.